0: Hi, and welcome to the Get Real with Mama Moines podcast. This is going to be a lighthearted, fun, yet informative platform. It's going to be dedicated to answering all of your burning questions and tackling life's real issues. I am your host, Emily Moines, and I will be joined by my trusted sidekick and BFF of 35 years, Shelley. Just two best friends here to solve the world's problems, one fiasco at a time. So now it's time to get real. Hey everyone, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Get Real with Mama Moines. I am your host, Mama Moines, aka Emily, and today I am being joined by Shelly, my BFF and my co-host, and also today we have a very special guest. I'm so excited to bring her on today. Welcome none other than the savage Taylor Moines. <laughs> Yay! Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to have Taylor on today. As you, um, to, well, for those of you that don't know, Taylor is my daughter. She's my last child, had two boys, then had Taylor. And um, I'm really excited to have Taylor today because... I am so proud of what this I knew it. I knew it. You're going to start crying already. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to cry. I'm not. I'm not going (laughs) to cry. Sometimes there's just no tears left. But I'm just um, really proud. I'm proud of all my kids, obviously. Aren't we all, right, Shelly? We're all equally proud of our children. But I'm super proud of Taylor in particular. And I wanted to bring her on to get, so you can all, you know, get her perspective. And she obviously, now you saw her on TV. I'm sure if you were tuning into the Bachelorette on the hometowns, she has come a long, long way. And, but it wasn't always easy for her. She struggled and she had a very difficult time in her life. And I'm going to let her talk about that. But basically this is someone who went from being how heaviest were you at your heaviest, would you say? Like, you know what I remember? That, you know what I remember? I remember you were getting your tonsils
1: out. That's what I was going to say. And that's when I kept track of my weight because I was losing weight because I wasn't eating because of my surgery, my tonsil surgery. Okay.
0: So, how old were you? Well, I was
1: going away to university, my first year of university. Okay. So, so about, I stayed back here, year. So I was like 19.
0: Okay, 19. So you time. can talk, but you know, mama likes to talk. Shelly, yeah. you can, you can interject as well. But I do remember, that day we had a pre-op appointment and you know how they do your vitals. Like they do your weight, your height, all that sort of stuff. And they write down, so they weigh you. And
2: I remember
0: you getting on the scale and I had to sort of obviously be like mama and not, you know, not like show my like, Oh yeah. my God, what is happening here with my daughter? You were, I think it was 222 pounds. Was it?
1: 200? I don't think I was over 200.
2: You were definitely over 200. I think I was just
1: over, but not like 200. Like 202, 202. Yeah, I was like, yeah, maybe just over.
2: And also, I mean, how tall? You're not a super tall person well, either. You no, know, I'm same, same height as my mom. I'm like 5'3".
1: Yeah, so I'm, I'm pretty pretty small. Yeah. Yeah, you're not very tall. Yeah. You're not very
0: tall. And it was a gradual, like, I, I think it started in high school. And it was yeah. sort of a gradual weight gain. But I remember that was the moment that I thought okay, so something's go- like, what is going on here? Like this is getting out of hands. But I, of course I would never say anything because you were always beautiful inside and out, but I knew, you know, this couldn't be easy for you. So why don't you talk about that? Was it easy for you? Did you, you know, being a girl and, and what girls, you know, girls are and the cattiness.
1: Yeah, I want you to tell us about- I mean, there was never any cattiness because I always had such a good group of friends, but I still have to this day. I have the same core group of like seven girls. So I've never had, like, anyone really bully me in that regard. And I've always been, like, athletic. So it wasn't like I was – all my friends knew me as that anyway. like in school I was always playing high school sports. But I was just, like, a bigger, you know, athlete. But, no, I was never happy with my, like, physique whatsoever. And I always knew that I could be in, like, better shape and be happier. I always felt that my weight was the one thing that made me, you know, not – fully be, like, happy, because I always felt, like, me and my one friend, Maddie, Maddie Ryan who I was, one of my best friends still to this day, we would always joke about that, like, we have such good personalities, we're, like, we're so funny, like, if we could just lose (laughs) a little bit of weight, like, we would have no problem. Total package! No, literally, that's always what we would say, and then I just actually hung out with her yesterday for the first time in, like, two years since COVID, and we were, she's lost a lot of weight, I've lost a bunch of weight, and we're just like, wow, like, you ever remember talking about, like, back in high school, just being, like, we have we're the whole package. Like we're so funny. Like we've got like good personalities. Like girls aren't always that funny. Like blah blah blah. And yeah, and that's I've really finally reached that goal. I think of um, of my weight that I wanted to reach. And
2: yeah. so Taylor, I'm just curious. You know, when weight comes on, did you find that you were like, how does it come on? Do you are you eating? portion control are you eating a lot are you eating at night I mean you're obviously you were very active you were an athlete you were so it wasn't like you weren't doing anything or burning calories was it emotional so, eating as well
1: yeah I think definitely emotional eating and big thing is like boredom like not I find it when I when you keep busy and you have a good set routine you don't have those gaps in your day when you're bored and you want to like just munch on food just to kind of fill your gap but you definitely emotional eating too in a way that I find a lot of women and girls put on their weight once they get into a relationship and get like comfortable because, you know, they don't feel like they have to like impress and stuff anymore. They just, yeah, they go out to eat and they they order pizza and like all that kind of stuff. So I find you have to have like the same support, like from your partner and not be, you know, like scared to tell each other, like, you know, Hey, we got to take a break or I've noticed this or I've noticed that. And that's how me and Justin are like, we do like to eat. Like, You know, i got my Portuguese background. I love to have my carbs and all that kind of stuff. But (laughs) we we know who you got that from, your mother. Yeah. Yeah, But (laughs) we have like our, we have our boundaries and we have like our limits and like. Uh,
0: Yeah. So I just, so just to put, get everybody up to speed. So right now it is what, four or five years later since a drastic weight loss. Yeah, I guess
1: you should start there. So now
0: she, Taylor is with, does have a serious boyfriend, Justin. We love Justin. And when you met at the gym,
1: right? And they met at the gym, yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's, I think that's, you know, also a really important thing to, to mention is when you do, you know, you're not self sabotaging or having him sabotage or you sabotage him when you do have somebody that has, you know, that is like minded. I think that that's great that you can sort of both keep each other like on track because I got to ask you something though. And you need to be brutally honest here if you can. Mm-hmm. So it's no, it's no surprise to anyone that I was in a very dysfunctional marriage, Mm -hmm. Um, not your dad, but my second marriage. And I'm sorry, you lived that. I mean, you were pivotal, pivotal, pivotal in me leaving that relationship. But was there any sort of emotional eating from being subjected to an environment that was so toxic for so many years? Did that ever come into play for you?
1: Um, did you
0: self-soothe with food maybe because of things you saw things you heard probably, I mean it was so dysfunctional
1: probably yeah and I just like I was I reclused a lot you did like, to get away from like I was in my room all the time I
0: know I oh, don't even oh, so
1: I mean yeah I, like, you bring snacks up to your rooms so you don't have to go back I dine into the kitchen so you like because you know the kitchen is the hub of where everybody is yeah and like his office is there that's where you guys argue so I just you hang out in your room and you get you turn your bedside table turns into your snack drawer and then yeah yeah so probably without really realizing it but yeah but more so because I was just reclused, like
0: yeah so I, I did notice a big change in Taylor um I don't know Shelly you've got kids but it's interesting how you can they you know they come from the same parents but they all have such different personalities so my family at the time was, it was athletes, except for <laughs> with the exception of myself. You know, both my boys played high-level hockey and football and for the universities, and Taylor was also an athlete. But the boys were super fit. And and I'm sure it must have been difficult being in that household with the boys who were super fit. Was it difficult for you? Did you
1: ever feel like you yeah. didn't fit? Well, I just felt like the... Not like the least favorite child, but just like the, <laughs> Oh, stab to the heart. <laughs> yeah, oh, but, God. <laughs> but just like, a, I don't know, like, what does Taylor do? Kind of thing, you know? I remember sitting out, like, uh, we're not going to refrain from using names. I might have to edit that out. Okay. <laughs> His name is Dick Ooh. in okay. the book. <laughs> Well, like a relationship at the time, like, I don't know. I was just like, so just like, just felt so recluse. Like even our family conversations were about like. So you felt excluded. Yeah. I just had nothing in common. I felt like with anybody at the time. Wow. Okay.
0: Fuck that hurts. (laughs) Like seriously, Shell, like, can you.
2: Well, you know, actually having three kids, I think it's difficult because there was a lot of hype. I remember a lot of hyper-focus on the boys and their sports demanded a lot of time and a lot of consumption of time and energy and money and all of that stuff. And then we had little Taylor there. It was the cutest little thing ever. (laughs) And yeah, uh, yeah, Yeah. I totally get what you're saying, Taylor. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. And I think I was just subject to all of it too, because the
1: boys were already gone like away to school. Yes. Okay. So
0: that's true. So the boys were gone to university and things really took a turn for the worse. I think once the boys left the house in terms of how everything just escalated in terms of that toxic environment that I regrettably subjected my children to for many fucking years, I, you know, fuck, well, big regret.
2: You know what? I mean,
0: massive yeah. regret. And Taylor was left sort of, you know, holding that bag of shit with me when the boys were gone. So she did see the worst of the worst, unfortunately. It was hard for me to talk about to this day. When I look back at that, I mean, we're in a good, healthy place right now. And we, couldn't as a family couldn't be happier but that was really really hard and then Taylor went up when she finally went off to university um you left
1: university after a year and a half yeah I didn't like it can you talk about that yeah I well school in general I've never really like liked like dad was always you know big on he's pretty set on you know he likes the the path of you know school and post-secondary and you know getting a good job and I don't know, I've always been like kind of like a nomad that like I like to like travel, I feel like I'm most stress free when I have like, nothing to my name, like at all. So yeah, I like, that. I, I don't know, I didn't love school. Like i and like, I liked what I was learning about. I was went for like forensic psychology. So I was learning about, you know, why criminals do what they do. And like, I think that's super interesting. But I just, I don't know, I didn't like having to wake up every day, go to school, come home, do my work, and I go to bed and do the same thing every day. It just wasn't you. No, I was like, this is so boring. Like, I'm, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm, I was... You hate like, structure. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I totally, I hated it. Like, she wants to live in a, in a Volkswagen van
0: and travel the world and
1: like my roommates that I was with like I loved all those girls and I'm still friends with them to this day but they were like built for that like they loved like the campus life and like going to the library and like getting their starbucks and like doing the homework so
0: did your weight because you're at your heaviest when you're in university did that have anything to do with it because not with your friends because your friends accepted you and loved you for who you were but what about going to university you're on campus you're now 200 whatever 200 plus pounds yeah did that have anything that like, did you ever feel like maybe you just didn't fit
1: in? Or was there a lot of pressure? How um, was that? I mean, I always felt like I didn't really, like, fit in. I just always felt like I just, just different. Like, I didn't have the same outlook on life as everybody else. Yeah. In a strange way. And at the time, I was dating my boyfriend at the time, who didn't end up being a, a good relationship. But when he got a job out West, I, that's when I just kind of took the opportunity to be like, you know, I'm not going to, I don't like school I'm just, I don't want to do it anymore. So that's when I, I moved out West too. And then that's when my my drastic weight well, started to happen.
0: Yeah. So basically she comes home one day. Shirley, I think we had this conversation on the phone one day. Cause of course I would call you and go, Oh
2: my God, this is what she wants to do.
0: Jesus. So she basically came home one day. She was away at what four or five hours away at university. And she said, mom, I want to quit school. This is in March. So you've got to remember, this is a Canadian winter. Okay, so it's March, and she wants to quit school and move out west. So she wants to literally go across the country
2: by herself. Riding a moose. Don't forget, she had to go by moose. (laughs) Yes, she (laughs) was going to ride the moose. That's it, you know. Across the Rockies. Yep. And... Winkle,
0: How, yeah i mean what that's like like a three four day jaunt right to get yeah, out there longer than that it took me okay like a week okay well frig like so she yeah she's now 19 maybe 20
1: yeah in my little dodge dart
0: Her little dodge dart wants oh to drive Cross the entire freaking country in what this are country. you trying to do, kill your mother <laughs> of winter by herself i'm having a conniption so one side of me is like Oh my God. Like I'm freaking out. Like it's you're by yourself. You're driving across the entire country. And like, this is Ontario. Like Ontario is the size of some countries. It's geographically, it's massive. And add to that. It's dead of winter. What if you get a flat tire? What if you go off the rear off the road? What like, Oh my God. But I got to hand it to her. And we, we had a conversation with her dad and you know, the general consensus was she wants to do it again, so fucking proud. Like just take the bull by the, take the moose by the horns. <laughs> yep. Like literally take the moose, take the moose by the horns, take the bull by the horns and just get her done, get her done. And she was going to go come hell or high water. That's what she wanted to do. And so one side of me was super proud, super like, Oh yeah, you are your mother's daughter, girl, you go. And the other side of me was like, freaking out and scared to death so we did everything we could her dad and i talked and we're like okay let's load up her car with like everything blankets flares food water like anything i was like brian you got a gun, Can you get her a gun? <laughs> i wanted to like and then off she went off she went
1: yeah, I remember I sold everything that I had in my university room, like for the, like the month leading up to it, like on Kijiji, like my bed frame, like anything I could get, like $10 for. And I collected it all just for like my road trip. And honestly, it didn't take me, it didn't cost that much to get out there. If anything, it was gas. And were you scared? Uh, no, I, you were was never that fucking still, scared. Yeah, still to this day, that was like the most fun
2: I've ever had. It was so fun. And talk but, about liberating and building confidence if that does not build confidence the so like, a young woman and, crazy and no and honestly people like when once you get out far
1: enough like on those routes everyone's doing the same thing you're doing like the only reason you're out that far is because you're traveling to like when you're in the middle of the prairies and stuff like the only reason you'd ever be out on that highway is because you're trying to get somewhere or another so when you like meet at a gas station you know like you meet a single mom with her two kids and she's going like camping somewhere like So no, Uh, like it's not. It's not necessarily scary. Like well, we're in um, Canada, eh? We're can we're friendly Canadians up in the Great. Yeah, like a lot of people were really nice, and like it was just really fun. I stayed in like on the way there. I stayed in all like nice, not nice hotels, like Best Westerns or Comfort Inns. Like nothing scary. I'm gonna interject Ah. there because what I was also really super impressed with when
0: you were you know dropped the bombshell, bombshell bombshelly. We (laughs) just call me bombshell, bombshelly. You had. Completely like planned. Like I remember one day, you had this like your mat. You had all the the gas stations all planned out. The, your route, where you're going to stop, how far you're going to drive, where you had to refill, then you had to get you know exactly where to go to that gas station in that particular town or that city. And then yeah, so I was super impressed with that. I'm like, yeah, she's 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 bound and determined. She's going to do
1: it. Yeah, and I made a couple of stops along the way. Like I stopped and I saw Sarah in Thunder Bay and <clears throat> and all that so yeah no it was I liked it it was a lot of fun I made it out in like six days I think to Abbotsford BC super super
0: liberating girl power all the way mm-hmm. and so what I want so we're this is where there is like massive shift so she's gone I hadn't seen her for a year I think you came home was it Christmas what'd you come home for it was like a year later yeah almost. I
1: think it was I don't know if it was Christmas it was on my birthday or something
0: Yes. Yeah, so she comes home. It's about a year later. And I go to the airport to pick her up. So I hadn't seen her. We I'm not a FaceTimer. Don't FaceTime me. I just I hate it. I think it's so intrusive. Even with my kids. I'm just not a FaceTimer. Anyway, so I hadn't seen her at all. And she hadn't said anything really about her.
1: Well, to be honest, I hadn't really.
0: How could you not have noticed? Notice? No, Taylor.
1: I did not. Okay, people listening.
0: She's coming down the escalator. I'm at the airport. I'm waiting for her to pick her up. She's coming home. It's like a year later. She's coming down the escalator. And I'm still waiting for my tailor to show up. And she's literally walking towards me. from the. Do you remember that? Yeah. I was speechless. I was shocked. I was crying. I was hugging her. I'm like, oh my God, who is this person? <laughs> I was beyond shocked I did not recognize you it freaked me
2: it freaked me out
0: yeah can you imagine Charlie like I didn't recognize her
2: yeah well Emily I mean I told you not to have that martini before you went to pick her up <laughs> yeah no. no I mean that is that's pretty transformative how much weight had you lost by then
1: probably about like 60
2: pounds 67. wow that's incredible that is not easy to do that
1: yeah No, no,
2: we were all, then
1: she comes home.
2: Everybody else sees her. Yeah. And I was like,
0: what? Whoa. (laughs) What the hell? But you came home, but here's the most important thing, guys. Not just the physicality, you know, how she looked physically, but was, what was the most noticeable of anything. And I'm not just saying this from my perspective. It also came from the boys. She... Literally had a complete. She had a a pep in her step. Remember, she just said she was a recluse. She lived in her room. She didn't really engage. There was a part, big time, in her life where she was just not really engaging with the family. She lived in her room. She would come home from school, go to her room, maybe come down for dinner, back up to her room. She came home. She was talkative. She was telling stories. She was talking about her trip. She was happy
2: and confident, you know, the confidence that comes through when you make a journey like that. And then you transform like, like, oh my God, Taylor, the strength and the self-confidence. Oh my God. It, it's so admirable for you so, to have done that, taken that journey.
0: I am going to, on our get real with Mama Mom Instagram for this podcast, for this episode, I'm going to post a picture of Taylor. Can I do that? Do I get permission to do that? Yeah, the one from Dad's wedding. Yeah, I'm going to post a picture of Taylor just before she went out west. And then I'm going to post a picture of Taylor today. Go check her out, at Taylor Moines. Oh, on Instagram? Is it
1: at Taylor Moines? Yeah, just my first name, last name.
0: No, seriously, you guys, you need to check her out. Look at her Instagram. Look at her. Everything she does now is working out, going to the gym, living a healthy lifestyle, get outside. Because it is... The transformation you will not believe and what I am most impressed with and most proud of is it is almost five years later mm-hmm. and you are at your best because oftentimes, I, mean, I don't have any experience with this personally, but I just know if having done the research before I did this podcast, the hardest thing to do is once you've lost the weight is to keep oh. it off, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, from all the research I was doing in the reading was, yeah, people are successful in losing weight, but the the statistics were overwhelming. I think it was like 70% of people will not only gain the weight back, but gain it. And then even more so. So what is so impressive is that you've not only been able to keep it off, but you look even better today than you ever did after initially losing the weight. Yeah. So how are you doing that?
1: Give us, give us the lowdown. Well, it started off not really, like, trying. I moved out west, and I just, you know, was applying for a bunch of jobs. Didn't have a job at the time. I just kind of went out there on a a whim. And then getting a job at a moving company where he just, you know, he, I applied online, and he called me. You know, thinking I my name's Taylor, having a unise- thinking you're a guy. Yeah, I think I have a unisex <laughs> unise- name. Thinking, thinking I'm a boy named Taylor, applying for this moving position. Because like, yeah, why a- would a female you know want to work at a moving company? A commercial like, moving company, yeah, like where I fiz- where I'm actually just lifting stuff all day. But I just want to be outside, and I thought a, a moving company is a great way to see a- the whole new city I'm living in. I'm oh. in. A different place every day. She's so fucking smart, seriously. So, I applied, and he called me, and I could tell right away in his voice, he's like, oh, like, is that, is this Taylor? And I'm, like, speaking, he's kind of like, oh, shit, like, girl. I, can't, I can't not give you the job because you're a female, so it's kind just, <laughs> discrimination. Yeah, so he let me come out, like, for a day, and I'm, you know, he really liked me, like, I'm super personable, I've always kind of gotten along with men, you know, male personalities more so than women anyways, I like, Being raised, you know, like half by a single father, too, and boys all the time. I'm just used to that, you know, those conversations. So I think they really liked me. I fit in that way. And I just like work hard. Like I like to, you know, I like being active. I liked being outside. And so, liking my job and like, no, having no problem getting up and going every day to my work, and then obviously having it be a very physical job, I just slowly started to lose the weight. And then the first thing I noticed is like, no, when you're standing, just straight up, and you have like those little flaps on your side, the back fat, yeah, that just yeah, yeah. hang over. Oh yeah, well, are we, Charlie? Do we know about back fat? Yeah, oh, no, no, no.
2: Speak for yourself, there, Miss.
1: <laughs> those little side like handles, those are, like the first things that went away. And my my the guy I was seeing at the time was the first one to pointed out. He was
2: like, <laughs> "Thanks." Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm noticing that. you're not walking quite as fast anymore. Oh yeah, my back flaps are gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So.
1: He was kind of the first one I pointed out. And then I kind of realized, like, I was, you know, losing a little bit of weight. And then that's when I kind of just started to, just like, focus on what I was eating and not necessarily dieting. I think that's, like, the biggest thing that, like, people, like, The mistake they make. Yeah, is, like, trying to stick to this, like, insane, like, diet that's, like, so strict. And I don't think it's necessary. Just, like, it's, I think it's so simple. Like, just eat clean. Don't, and don't overeat. And, like, and don't body and don't under eat to the point that then you are glutton like later in the day like yeah i don't i really don't think it's that difficult like it's just you know eat eat greens eat vegetables eat you know some proteins a little bit of carbs everything in moderation that's the easiest way to go about it yeah and then and then when i do like i don't i've gone through like my cycles where i've gained more weight like just when we got back from filming in new mexico I gained weight over our two week quarantine when I was home. Cause I just, I wasn't going to the gym. I wasn't yeah, working out. I can see that. I gained like almost 10, 15 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. No, literally. And like, and then, wow. Yeah. But I don't really notice it. I was in like pretty good shape, but you don't really like, when you're at that stage, it was just a little bit of like, I was, wasn't as toned, you know, as like, my muscle definition was a little bit going away but you remember what it's like to feel that way or to feel like how you felt when you weren't at your health happiest or at your healthiest. And that's just like my kick to get back into it to be like, yeah. Okay. Like I don't, you know, I don't want to go back there. I know how, how much of a steep slope it can be once you get there and how hard it is to climb back out of it. Yeah. But I just think the diet thing is the biggest mistake that people make is it's not like you don't have to do this keto thing and you don't have to do like This, you know, I know. So
0: she, so I, I mean, I've never really struggled with my weight. i have been pretty lucky, but I'm a carnivore and it's so hard because so hard, especially now because of Blake being so anti-carnivore and, you know, he's definitely vegetarian and on his way to being vegan. It's really hard for me, but I've always maintained my weight. I feel like I've always been like meat and vegetables, meat and vegetables, meat and vegetables Eh? at home. It was always meat and vegetables, meat and vegetables, meat and vegetables.
1: Yeah. That's pretty much what I do for the most part.
0: Yeah. So I gained weight during COVID. Like I'm going to say 15. maybe oh,
1: yeah. Right? yeah. And so she
0: would constantly like, I'm like, okay, I'm going, that's it. I'm going keto. I'm going keto. It's the only thing I can do. Like, this is ridiculous. This is crazy. I got to get the weight off. And then she would always be like, mom,
1: like, really? You don't have to do that. Yeah. Mom. Well, and I find it's just another, it's an extra stress factor because when like, you're just always worried about like falling, like counting my macros and my, like all this, like, it doesn't have to be that difficult. Just, like, just learn what's healthy, which isn't difficult, things that are green, things that are grown from the earth, like, and just eat, eat that, and you can also have your, like, your cravings and stuff as well. Like, I still enjoy my chips and stuff, like, pretty often. What do you mean pretty often? Well, I make sure that I earn it. Like, I go to, I still, I work out every day still. Like, I still make sure that I'm eating, like, healthy for my main Portions of my meals, yeah, and I don't like. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I do scarf down a whole bag sometimes, but like, <laughs> okay. I
2: don't hey scarf you. down a whole bag. But like, I do, but like, not.
1: Okay, well, this is about
2: keeping it real, so yeah. <laughs> well, that's when, and that's when size counts. Like, how big is the bag? Yeah. <laughs> it's could it be the little tiny one from the gas station, or are we talking Costco? Yeah. No, but let's you know. Yeah. Oh
0: God. Well, I'm going to hand it to you because you look fantastic. There's a video that actually somebody commented, somebody sent me, but it's her, it's her on her Instagram and it's her doing pull-ups. If you have ever tried to do a chin-up, where what is it? A chin-up or a pull-up? What do you that call it? It
1: depends you're
0: doing it. Okay. Well, whatever. You pull yourself up. I don't know. <laughs> so if she's doing a chin-up, you're doing a pull-up. I don't know what you're doing, but you're like, bam, 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 bam. I'm like,
2: holy crap. If you've ever, Shelly, Shelly, have you ever tried to do a chin-up or a pull-up? Yeah, and you know what? And when you have a double chin, it's even harder.
0: No, it's <laughs>
2: it's very hard. It's so hard. You, I can't. You can't even get one out. I mean, it took me a year no, to. You can't even get one out. You can't <laughs> unless you're lying on the ground. That's a little easier. Oh my god!
0: So anyway, super proud of you there. Super impressed. Seriously, you guys go look at it. it's insane. Her body is insane, and she's maintained it. So I'm super proud of that. And so kudos to you, Taylor.
2: Yes. Way to go, Taylor. You know what? That's such an amazing journey. And it is. You know, it, and it really, when you talk about that, I mean, in the mental health, right, with exercise mm-hmm. and eating clean,
1: they yeah. go hand in hand. I always say movement is medicine. Like, when I ever like not feeling like that great or even like, I don't know, just not that motivated, just getting out and just like going for a walk or just like stretching and just like getting your blood flowing, like, You have to just push past, like, not being motivated and being tired. Like, it's just so easy. Like, even, like, I just move my coffee table out of the way, and I just sit in front of the TV, like, with TV show I'm watching anyways, and I'll just stretch instead of sitting on the couch. And I just sit on the floor. It's
2: little things that, like, you would be surprised that make you feel, like, a little bit better. I know. You know what also I think is a really cool thing, too, is looking out, like spend so much time looking in a small little radius of our phones or computers or TVs, but yes. looking out is a huge thing for the brain. Yeah. Getting out of your little bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Looking out the window. Yeah. Yes. I totally agree.
0: Well, anyway, I think you look absolutely fantastic and I'm so, 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 so proud of you. I can, this is the other thing I can say is your brothers are incredibly proud of you. Like insanely nice. proud of you. Like Cody, who you guys had like this massive love-hate relationship. Yeah. Hate-hate relationship. What? (laughs) (laughs) Hate-hate? So Cody is, Cody is like, I mean, what are you going to say about Cody? He's a super academic. He's like, he's brilliant. He's a pilot now. He went to school to be a, a vet played football in university, graduated with honors, wrote his MCATs and last minute it's like, nah, I think I want to be a pilot. So he's a pilot today. So he's super motivated, right? He needs super, super, super overachiever. And that really, you guys just butted heads yeah. a lot. yeah. But he is so insanely proud of you now. He just talks about you all the time in terms of what you've accomplished, which brings me to, Shelley, did you watch the hometown episode of The Bachelorette? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, which brings me to current day. And so we go off to film the hometowns, right? And Blake, this is so funny because when Blake finally came home from hometowns, because you don't really have a lot of time to talk one on one when you're not miked. Second you get on the premises, you're literally mic'd up, and anything you say is caught pretty much on, on the mic. So we didn't have any conversations, but when Blake came home from after filming, we were laughing because he's like, Jesus Christmas, like what got into Taylor? Because I literally said to the producers, okay, so my sister's going to come, like she'll totally come. You know, my mom will probably come. My sister will come and my brother will come. If I'm like a betting man, those are the people that are going to show up for me. And he's like, but my sister is kind of quiet and she's really reserved. So you're probably not going to get anything.
2: <laughs> wrong
0: you're not gonna get anything out of her you will you know my mom will be great my brother will be good but you know I'm just you know sort of like giving you the heads up like you're not gonna get much she I don't even know that she is even you know okay with being on tv it's just not her personality well did you prove them wrong he is like she was a savage <laughs> like, what happened so <laughs> so Taylor what happened I, didn't, I wasn't privy to it because you go off on your own. So I don't know what you're saying or whatever, but well, you came in guns a blazing. <laughs> you actually stole my thunder. I'm kind of upset about that. You <laughs> came in and ringed on my brain big time. I was going to be the star of the show.
1: I, I didn't have anything planned <laughs> by any means. Like I was just, uh, well, I just, I had like a few questions. Just being, you know, like a female, I was just—I kind of put myself in Katie's shoes, and I was kind of like, okay. So, like, (laughs) are you sure that, like, I'm the one now? Like, you never know, like, how because it, like, that's what I would want to know. Like, it was Claire, and then it was Tasha, and now it's me, and Tasha's here, and like talk to her still sometimes like I don't know that's that's literally just all I wanted to know like I just Okay, hang on I'm
0: just gonna say before you guys listen like doesn't talk to Taysha.
1: like they're not having this like little secret wrong like whatever no, and I but and I, they've maintained a healthy relationship and yeah no like they're friends like they're friends and they're, they're friendly. friendly I was just saying as as my perspective I'm like a jealous girl like I wouldn't like if I was in Katie's shoes like I would hate it like yeah I would be like I don't want Tasha to be my producer this year. Like I don't want her Like <laughs> I wouldn't want I don't want her to be the talk show host like I would just that's how like <gasps> Jeez, that's, how, that's how petty I am and I wouldn't like it at all yeah so yeah I just wanted to know like but I think, too, and too, I went a little bit harder, too. Like, he never yeah. said he loved Claire, and he never said he loved Tasha. Like, I was just, and you could see, and the way I said it, too, I said it in, like, a mocking well, voice. Well, because
0: like, I know both of you. Yeah. I could see, like, if you actually go back and look at that footage, I could see the smirk on your face. It was a okay. smirk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you were loving every minute well, of yeah, it. me and it like, like,
2: squirming.
1: Yeah. Me and him <laughs> were, like,
2: living months. in the years. And so you should, right? I mean, hey, oh you're there like, no. And I think that your perspective as a female is amazing.
1: Yeah. And Blake and I have always been close, in like the way that like I'm always like this sister that's home when he comes home drunk from the bar and he's like, oh, I don't want <laughs> to And like, so like, I don't know, we've always just been like really friendly. Like, we've never been like, me and him have never butt heads you like, know. kind of way. We're very similar.
2: So, yeah, I did
1: want to have a lot of fun with it, too, and just make him squirm in front of the TV. Oh, you were totally... Watching it back
0: now, having, you know, insight as the mom, I was like, oh, she is loving every freaking minute of this. I can see that little smirk on her face, and she's like, I'm still making you squirm right now, buddy, because this is what Bachelor and Asian wants to know, so give it to us. And you could tell the way he looked at you at one point, he knew. He's (laughs) like... His face just, like, dropped...
1: I know, it was and they, they didn't show it but he did say that because at one point i was just like talking 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 and he like, couldn't get a word in and he said and he's like why the fuck are you grilling me so hard like let me talk <laughs> <laughs> they cut that out but i was just yeah i uh yeah i just had so many questions and once you get on a roll you just like it just keeps coming and coming and coming
0: yeah, yeah. So he, he did, he, he, did. When he came home, he did say that he said to you right now, I'm about, okay, shut
1: <laughs> up. <laughs> you need to just shut
0: up and let me talk. <laughs> yeah. So, and then of course you have got poor Cody. Yeah. He's so stressed poor out. out Cody. I know. So he was so stressed. Okay. So first of all, like it's a big deal to go down there because not only are you there for a week, so you've got to take a week off work. Right. Then when you come back to Canada, you're now quarantining for two weeks. So essentially you're pretty much off, like almost a month off of work. So he was so stressed out about that. And he was like, you know, like I got to be there for Blake. I got to be there for Blake, but frig like that's a long time off work. And I don't know, you know, how I'm going to swing this. And, you know, and he struggled with that back back and forth. Like, do I go? Do I not go? Do I go? Do I not go? So he finally decides like, I got to go. Like I got at the end of the day, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Blake needs our support. He's going to go. So Cody <laughs> Cody gets to Mexico and it's like, was he even there? He got zero airtime. And I know why he got zero airtime.
1: Because he's so professional.
0: And he's like, so Cody is just so like Cody's just above Cody. board. <laughs> and he's like, like, so, okay. So dude, like, you happy? And Blake's like, yeah, man, I'm really happy. So like, you like her? He's like, yeah, yeah, I like her. <laughs> okay okay cool let's grab a beer let's go have a beer, yeah, let's grab a beer. I think there is something what are you gonna get in that it is what it is he's like okay cool let's grab a beer Like yeah. you know so you're back in Canada let's go grab, let's go grab, grab get a drink and so uh because like the one guy the one person that was stressing out so much and was contemplating do I go do I not go Goes all that way, spends all that time, takes a month off work to literally nobody knows who he is. He could have
1: just FaceTimed oh. in too. He,
0: <laughs> he could have just FaceTimed in. Yeah. But this, he, he did what the Moineses did, right? They show up. So uh, that was pretty funny. It, we had It was a great experience.
2: Well, and also too, like, you know, it, it's supportive for Blake to have the three of you there. I
0: no, for sure. I mean, I knew that was going to be super important to him. And knowing Blake, yes. I knew that that would be a game changer for him in terms of the relatability with this person that he could potentially be in love with. I mean, this is this podcast is going to come out way after the show is done. So there's no, you know, spoilers that we have to be careful with, because by the time this comes out, it's going to be out there. But I know that for sure, his decision was really riding on the hometown and how we as a family and Katie all interacted and it was like, it was going to be a game changer for him in terms of, you know, sort of what he was thinking, what he was feeling. It was going to be sort of riding on that, on the family showing up.
2: Well, yeah. And he also really, really respects all of your opinions. And that means a lot to him.
0: No, that is so true because he, yeah, he even said that it was us that ultimately gave him that little, you know, kick in the ass to say like, okay, man up, dude, if, if because listen, there's a lot that was said that wasn't aired a lot Mm -hmm. that was said that was not aired. So if he was feeling like, yeah, like we click, she's awesome. It's cool. Like we're the same person. I remember him specifically saying that Mm -hmm. we are like, we're this. do you remember that? He's like, we're the same person. Then I think, I I know I speak for myself. I was like, well then man up at some point before this is over, you got to man up. And he's like, it was because of my family sort of, you know, giving me the the gears that I was like yeah I got yeah I got a man up here and uh yeah Taylor you're pretty instrumental I heard that you he told me that you were bawling though at some time you were crying
1: yeah but but part because it was two o'clock in the morning oh my god they kept yes (laughs) I'm tired I'm done yeah well I was doing my one-on-one like with the producers when they just kind of like ask about you know the whole situation and I was getting emotional like not about anything. <laughs> <And> she, <laughs> cause, cause I'm tired. Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, why are you getting emotional? Why, like, was it was, like Blake? Blake wants to find love. Why are you getting emotional?" Like, like and they know <laughs> like, pull the tears out of you. And I was, I was like, "Honestly, I'm just so tired." <laughs> I was like, "We've been filming for so long." Yeah, I'm just crying because I'm tired. Can I <laughs> home? We've got a flight in an hour. Want my dad? Yeah, we did. We did have a flight in an hour. But-
0: we did. We literally left the set. Went. With- back to the house they put us up in this house so we met back to the house grabbed our luggage and went to the airport yeah it's too bad you couldn't do any sightseeing in new mexico it's an amazing place apparently no we did nothing we were we were holed up in hostage until we went to film we could not leave the house i mean but i gotta say even though we were like held up for what five six days i don't remember seven days i don't remember it was back in april I i loved being there with you and cody yeah, I it loved nice. it. I loved it. We did nothing. Cody was obsessed with the, that what's that game? What do you call that? Pinball, pinball, oh, yeah. Ninja turtle pinball every morning. Um, but we had such a great time. It was fun and it was great. Uh, family time. So Taylor, I want to thank you so much for coming on. Well, my I should today. mention
1: too what I wore. on the.
0: Oh yeah. So you guys like, it's been crazy. The messages that we're getting for, what are you wearing? What size is it? What color? Where'd you get it? How much did it cost? So I've already done my little
1: video. Well, I, what were you wearing? I, I tell I us made, who you wearing Taylor. I made an Instagram post. just on my story, so it's already disappeared by now. But I was just wearing a a romper from Top Shop that I actually got from just the, I got it from Hudson's Bay at the little their little section of Top Shop, and I got it from there. I think it's like a size four. I think they could is there a Hudson's Bay in the states, Shelly. I think it's way? only the you- Top Shop you can get. Yeah, Top Shop is its own is its own. Uh, store so they have it there I got it from there like a year maybe two summers ago now I'm just wearing Converse shoes so
2: yeah, it was so, really so cool. cute oh, was
1: it, it was really super cute did you find that the camera I thought the camera
0: made me look fat I'm really not big <laughs>
1: <laughs> like my face looked fat I thought the camera made me look bigger at some angles yeah I felt like my head looked big
2: <laughs> well I don't know a big head on yeah. a small body is better than a small head on a big body yeah <laughs> oh my god well with it's my Big number. You guys looked awesome. What are you talking
0: about? Awesome. I know we are our worst critics, right? We're all just definitely our worst critics. I'd like to keep these to half an hour because I know that our, especially our listeners are most of them. I think like ninety percent are women, busy moms, they're working moms. So I'm gonna, we're gonna cut this off as soon. But uh, Taylor. Thank you for sharing your little secrets on your weight loss journey. Super proud of you. You look amazing. And I love that you just seem so genuinely happy now. We all love Justin too. But of course, we're here, your biggest supporters. And then whatever I say to sell my children, I'm your biggest supporter. And then whatever, if it doesn't work out, then we're here to help you pick up the pieces. That's what we do. That is the best message you can give your kids ever. Right? think that's all you can do. I'm here to support you. And if it doesn't work out, then this is the soft place where you can land. And I'm sure every mom feels that way about their kids. So thank you for coming out today. I urge you all. Hi. What was that, Shelly? Oh, I just said it was so great to be a part of this conversation with you and Taylor. I mean, Yeah, that's... it's great to have you. you my little BFF. I urge you all to seriously check out our Instagram so you can actually see for yourself the transformation. Well, I don't think you had any before but I'm going to post the before. Yeah, because no, but it's because it, really. it, it really is incredible. So
2: Shelly, do you have any last words before we sign off for the day? As I said before, I'm just really so happy to be a part of this conversation with you and Taylor. I've seen the journey from the time she was born basically, and the journey you two have had. And I'm really proud of you too, Taylor. And I think that, you know, being so comfortable in your skin is probably the biggest accomplishment and feeling so happy about who you are as a person is amazing. And I'm very proud of you too. As your sidekick mom. Yeah. 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 You've been, yeah. I mean, gosh,
0: I knew Shelly before I knew you. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I remember. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay oh, so I think that's it everyone thank you so much for listening to another episode of Get Real with Mama Moines we look forward to having you back on another episode as we are always here keeping it real bye guys everybody have an amazing day bye thanks for listening to Get a Real with a Mama Moines if you haven't done so yet please be sure to subscribe rate, review and share with all of your friends You can find more of me, Emily Moines, on my website at TheRebuildAtKickAssLife.com and follow me on my social media, Instagram and Facebook at Get Real with a Mama Moines. Please be sure to join us next time where we will always be here keeping it
2: real.